All right, so uh, what's going on? Uh, name is Cedric. R-I-C-K, not to be confused. Um, you know, why do we why do we start this podcast? Why do we start investing in Bitcoin? You know, it's the questions that are going to get answered, right? So, um, first and foremost, you know, why do we, why do we, why I say, let me start with that. Why did I buy Bitcoin? Um, honestly, for me, it was, it was, uh, I started investing late in life. Um, I should have invested earlier. Um, turns out I was late to the game. So, uh, you know, my boy came to me about a master plan on, on Bitcoin and uh, didn't understand it, uh, didn't know what it was for, didn't know what it was about, um, unlike most people. But, um, you know, I bought, the lit- or I bought the literature and I read up on it and I saw the value of it. Uh, you know, you, you see a lot of people that demonize Bitcoin, that will talk ill about Bitcoin because they know that if Bitcoin is adopted, or, you know, when it is adopted to a universal form of currency, then the dollar is not going to be worth anything. You know what I mean? It's, its value is going less and less every time we get stimulus checks. You know I mean, that's what a lot of people don't see. They think that it's just free money. No. I mean, our debt rises because of that. Um, so for me, it was just a way, it was a different way of, of, of thinking. You know what I mean? I think that's what people don't understand. Is if you're getting into Bitcoin, it's not just, okay, it jumps from 7000 to 12000 to 20000 right? The, 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 that's, that's the ex, you know, external value, right? But it's what the value is made for, right? The value is for, hey, you know, if I'm living in San Diego and I want to go to Japan, and I want to use my Bitcoin, then I can. I can buy things with it. You know, the technology is already there. Um, so I think that's where a lot of people get confused. Uh, but yeah, so my backstory is I, I, I started investing in April of last year. I was in, uh, I downloaded the app Robinhood. I was in Robinhood and I was doing stocks, and, you know, like everyone else doing stocks. That was the big thing at the time. We got those those huge stimulus checks and everyone was now day traders all of a sudden. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, uh, I was trading stocks and I thought that was the way to go. Um, and then I, I got approached by my, a friend of mine and he told me, Hey, look, man, you know, Bitcoin is the way he's like, you might want to look into it. You know, this is, this is something that's next, next level. And, uh, I had only heard, a Bitcoin prior to uh, the movie Dope. Um, yeah, and then I, I heard about it again through my friend. And he told me, he said, man, you need to get in. It's still at a low price. Um, back then, I want to say it was at like five, 6,000. And then I, I slept, as most people do. I, went, I fell asleep. And um, <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't see the value of it. And I, I kind of waited and I invested a couple of months later. When uh, it was at uh, seventy nine, eight thousand, um, and you know I haven't looked back. Um, I still do own some some stocks. You know, I mean, I'm not all the way in yet, even though I could use that value and, and, and transfer it. But you know, uh, maybe one day I'm just getting good returns right now, so it's kind of hard for me to to part ways from it. But um, uh, 
most of my my wealth, my my net worth is is tied to Bitcoin. So I want to say it's about it's about seventy thirty right now. So um, yeah, and that that's what it did for me. Like I said, I was I was one of those Bitcoin haters, like everyone else was. Uh, you know, one of those ones that demonized Bitcoin and said that it was nothing and it was a flash in the pan. And even right now, it's a flash in the pan. And, you know, you hear that now from Kevin O'Leary. You know, he's coming out with interviews and all these different investors. But for the most part, people have had a uh, change of, uh, they've had a change of heart. They've got a change of mindset because they understand um, what it's for. I think a lot, a lot of the government is looking a way to find ways to tax it because be, you know, be very clear about this. If you buy through uh, Robinhood, if you buy through PayPal, you're not truly owning the Bitcoins, right? You're owning the namesake, but the tax value is still the same, right? This is this is designed, Bitcoin is designed to get you free of the government, right? So if you can't beat them, you might as well join them, right? This is That's what this whole situation is, right? It's people that are joining on the name, they're looking at the name Bitcoin. They're like, oh, okay, cool, Bitcoin, this is the way to go. You know, they, banks now want to hold your Bitcoin, uh, you know, at a price. So they want you to pay a price and then they want to tax you on top of it. So, you know, it's just Uncle Sam's trying to get what he wants. Uh, he's trying to get his, his, his slice of the pie from your pie, right, that you're baking. And you know it's 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 not it's not real. So uh, I I warn everyone that that's listening to this podcast. Please, if you go go get it through Cash App, go get it through Coinbase. Get you a, a digital ledger, right? A digital wallet to where you can hold this because they're going to become scarce. And you know it's just like a Picasso painting, right? Picasso's when there's millions of them, it's not really worth anything. But when there's less of it, there's less of something that becomes more and it becomes worth more value. So understand that this is a limited time offer. The price is only going to go up. And uh, fasten your seatbelts and I'll see you on the moon. Fasten those seatbelts. What's up, everyone? I'm Zoylin. I'm the other side of this. Break the Cycle podcast. I'll go by Z just by, just for the podcast purpose. But, I mean, I was a Bitcoin demonizer too. Huge Bitcoin hater, right? But 2020 was the year, fortunately, that I became a Bitcoiner. So I've been investing probably or since about 18. I'm 23 now. But my background has been studying a lot of the value investing community. And I made some good returns there. Nothing crazy. Bitcoin, it was always an idea that I hated. Right? It was a scam to me. I first heard about it in the movie Dope as well. And I heard about all the rage in the bull run. And I was happy to see it fall to the ground. Being the hater that I was. right? And then one of the main reasons why I didn't like it was because... The people I studied didn't like it, right? Warren Buffett hated it. Ray Dalio hated it. I mean, they still hate it. I don't know what their views are on it currently. But I never really questioned if 
Bitcoin could succeed. I never studied if Bitcoin was a viable option to invest in. I didn't even think that, I didn't know anything about it. I just, it was like a magical coin. And when you look at it through that lens, it it definitely looks like, hey, this thing's a scam. Like it's there just to make money. It's a flash in the pan. Right, but then the coronavirus hit, right? The stock market crashed. The government started printing all these trillions of dollars. Everyone was buying at the lows, right? Stocks at the lows too. But then I listened to the investors podcast one night and Preston Pish was talking about how he sold all his stock positions and only had Bitcoin in his portfolio. So my ears kind of perked up and I was like, for real, only Bitcoin, like no stocks at all. So this is when I started paying attention to Bitcoin that week. I actually bought $4,000 worth of it on Robinhood, which is a mistake, of course, but I didn't know better. So I bought that four grand and it kind of forced me to learn about Bitcoin. I started seeing the underlying principles of it. I started seeing the scarcity. I started seeing the portability. I started understanding how the miners worked. I started understanding things like the network effect. And I just fell down that Bitcoin rabbit hole that I think everyone falls into. First, they start hating it. And then maybe they buy it. They buy the position. And when you buy something like that, for it. Right, you want to see it succeed, and so you start learning about it. And as you learn, I think a lot of people that are in the Bitcoin community know is once you see it, the underlying fundamentals, it, you just can't unsee it. You just can't unsee how this thing is going to work. Once you understand that, there's just no looking back. So once I got to this point, I sold all my stock positions and I went all in on Bitcoin and I told Cedric the same thing I told him hey you need to buy Bitcoin and he looked at me like I was crazy (laughs) but that was the starting point for our Bitcoin journey we really I at least I didn't have crazy expectations like we were hearing it's going to shoot to 100,000. It's going to do this. It's going to do that. But when we first bought it, it was stagnant or it would drop. And we, we really didn't know what we were seeing. Right. So it took a couple months for us to actually reap the rewards of that investment. And I think we're seeing it a lot now. It's at like 35,000 now. But it's something we knew that was going to happen. But until it did, like we didn't fully, I I don't think either of us fully understood how powerful the Bitcoin wave would be. So my goal in the podcast is to just share what I've learned through Bitcoin, hopefully get some more people on it, just get the conversation going to keep promoting this thing. Yeah, no, yeah, I I agree, you know, a thousand percent, man. I I feel like that this is going to be the biggest transfer of wealth generationally like it'll be like the biggest transfer of wealth that we've seen uh ever you know i mean um i I, you know we we, we've had our we've had our it's it's crazy we look at our facebook account 
uh, on the Bitcoin mafia, right? And we look back um, when was it? We started in like September, October in the time frame. So I, I think it was earlier than that. I think was it, it was like. Maybe August we started this Facebook group and we were promoting Bitcoin yeah. like crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and we were promoting it, and we look back on the posts and you see, you know, the the dollar amounts that it was worth back then. It's like, yo, it's you know, it's coming up at ten. It's at discounts. It's at ten. You know, and then now to see that it was you know at its highest, it broke to you know forty one, and and it's like you know, it's just the truth has came to light, man, and. You know, um, I always tell people, man, like, do your research. You know what I mean? Don't go in blind. I, you know, I, I definitely, you know, before I knew everything about it, I just saw the value of it going up. And I was like, man, this this could be something. I didn't think it was, you know, at the, at the time, like you said, I didn't think it was going to be 41000 worth. And, you know, but I feel like it's, it, I mean, I've, I've never invested anything in my 36 years of living to where, I've seen this much value come back and it's only, it, it's just, we're coming up on a year um, since me, since I first started doing stocks in April, you know what I mean? It's been a year and it hasn't been, it been a year for Bitcoin, right? Uh, it hasn't been a year that I've invested, you know, I invested in August, I invested late August, right? So the intention around it um, that everyone is displaying, you know, from PayPal, to Square, to all these different companies and organizations, millionaires and billionaires that are doing it. They're doing it, I feel like, for the right now market value, right? Um, for me, this is a, like I said, I'll never sell Bitcoin. I'll never sell Bitcoin. I'm going to always keep at least a coin. Um, I feel like it's going to be around for a long time because it has, you know, versus all of the other alternate coins you might hear about. And, you know, we'll go down those those different levels later on the next uh, episode, but I urge anyone who is looking to invest in Bitcoin to make sure that you read uh, the literature that comes with it. Um, it definitely changed my mindset about it, and that's why now you know I'm mostly in on it, not all the way in yet, but um, I, I, my position is definitely secure to where I own more than a coin, that's for sure. So, um, you know, I just tell I urge people get the literature, buy at the dips what we call corrections. Um, and once you buy the corrections, you'll, you'll see like the money start working for you. And, um, you know, you got people that trade. I don't, I'm not a fan of trading um, just because of, you know, it's, it's a dangerous game. You, know, you may think that the price is going down and then it'll shoot to the moon. So you may sell some off thinking that you're going to lose a lot and then it'll just, it'll flip. It'll do, you know, 180 and goes to the moon. So, you know, you just never know. So I always urge people to make sure you read your literature. If you're going to stay locked in, at least from my approach, right, stay locked in. Because, you know, at 7,900, 8,900, I didn't, I, I, I didn't think it was going to, I didn't think it was going to get to 41 this fast. Like, I really did. Um, but for me, when I, I, I when the, the light bulb moment came was when, Square, because Square was like the first one. They they invested fifty million dollars, one percent of their company, into Bitcoin, and I was like, okay, this is going to change everything. And then next thing you know, PayPal was doing it, and then Visa took out um, they took out a a patent to try to do blockchaining. So now you know you can use your Visa 
to hold your Bitcoin and all these different things. So it's a lot of stuff that happened to where I was like, oh, man, these are light bulb moments. This is going to make the price jump. And naturally, that's exactly what happened. So a lot of people um, from my, my pace of employment that I told, I was like, look, get in now, man. You know, even if it's just a little bit, I'm not saying invest all your money. But at the at back then, the price was so low, you could have gotten, you know, a couple hundred thousand satoshis for way less than what it you know what it is now. So, you know, now everybody's like, well, how do you get into Bitcoin? And it's, it's still the crazy part about it is even at forty one thousand and or thirty five now, it's still not too late. It's still not too late to invest because you know the client is only going to get higher and higher and higher to the point to where you're not going to be able to afford it. And, you know, you're going to have to, you know, wait for the next 20, 30 years for another way to invest into something that's going to get you returns. So that's just me. Yo, I'm with that. I'm, I'm in the same camp. Hold your Bitcoin, never sell it strong hands all the way. We saw what happened to everyone who sold it this week from 40,000, right? It dipped to 30,000, but we're making our way up slowly back. And it's probably going to shoot through the moon here shortly. Mm -hmm. But I'm definitely in the camp. Do not sell it. You are sitting on possibly the next global reserve currency. And that's huge. (laughs) If you don't get that, like, that's 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 huge. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. You know what I mean? And like, uh, you know, I, I, I got it. Well, not into an argument, but a, a nice, you know, conversation uh, with one of my, my friends. And, um, you know, we were talking about investments and stuff like that. And he mentioned gold, you know, and he was like, man, I own gold. And you know, that's why I keep my money in gold. But, you know, my question is, is, OK, cool. So you have gold, right? So what do you keep it if you keep the gold? Oh, well, I keep it. He said he keeps it in a bank and it's locked up and it's reserved, right? Or it's locked up and it's it's good to go. I said, okay, cool. That's fine. You have gold. That's that's good. So what if the bank is closed? Are you can you get your gold? No. Okay. So you have your gold, but what if you want to go get a cheeseburger one day? Or you want to get something to drink? Or you know, you just want to go out and say, hey, I'm gonna take I'm gonna take the old lady. You know, we're going to go out. We're going to have a good time. Can you, like, chip some of your gold off? You're going to be paying with flakes of gold. Can you, shave, can you shave off some flakes? You know what I mean? So the point to all of that is, right, the reason why I was saying all that is because, like you said, you know, the, the portability of it, right, the technology, the technology and how to use it is already there, right? And this, all, this is all stuff that we'll cover in other, in other episodes, but – this is just really more of a backstory for me on why I wanted to get Bitcoin. It's because I understood that, you know, if I wanted to earn versus gold, unlike gold, right? You know, yes, you want to have material, you know, minerals and all that stuff like that. So you should have it, right? But what they don't explain to you is how are you going to actually use it? How can you use gold in 2020? Like you would have to use it in big chunks. You would have to sell, if you have coins, you have to sell the whole coin. Or if you have blocks of gold, you have to sell the whole block. You can't, or a bar, you can't sit there and, you know, okay, I want to just send this person 
$500 or 500 of whatever the currency is. Because that's the thing about Bitcoin. It's universally known. So all you have to do, send it, send it to one person and it's easy. You know what I mean? My boy Z, he did it for me and I got it in what? Two, three minutes? Yeah, like two minutes. You know what I mean? Like, trans- transferring the Bitcoin to me, it only took two minutes. And the great thing about it was I didn't have to pay no government any type of fee. I didn't have to pay a third party transaction fee. I don't have to pay anything on it. And this was, this wasn't, you know, small piece of change for Bitcoin. It was a lot of money. You know what I mean? So I was nervous, but then once I saw it, it came through, I was like, okay, cool. This is it. Right. So, um, yeah, that's, that's what did it for me. And, you know, that's where I'm at. That's why I stand in a whole my position. And, you know, I just, like I said, I urge any, any listeners, man, to please make sure you do your research. Um, and you look up and take the time because what you don't want to do is to get into something and then, you know, you're like, well, they told me, nope, you know, you do your research. I did it because I did my research. You know I mean, and then the, the thing about it is once you do your research and you're secure about it, then you can pass that information on, you know, i.e. spouses, family members, whatever the case may be, and you guys will be good you know, because it's not going anywhere. People are waiting for it to drop to like, 10, 12,000, that's not going to happen. <laughs> it's not, you know, it's not going to get that low again because it's, it's it's starting to get adapted into society, right? It's starting to get used throughout the world, you know what I mean? Like, so, if you're waiting for that, if you're hoping for that, then I, I think you should take and put your money somewhere else, you know? Back to that, that Bitcoin versus gold argument. It's funny because everyone on Twitter is bagging on gold. They just say, they got a saying, Bitcoin is better than gold at being gold. And it's com- oh. and it's it's completely true. Like when I think about Bitcoin and gold, I see Blockbuster and Netflix. Mm-hmm. And Blockbuster, yes, it was around for ages, but Netflix comes along and it becomes a better blockbuster than blockbuster ever was because everything shifts digitally yeah so first we were seeing these archaic dvds (laughs) right you had to go to the store to get to get your blockbuster movie right you had to watch it and then you had to drive back drop it off but then with netflix all you got to do is turn on your tv now click the show you want to watch and that's it. You don't you don't have to drive anywhere to return it, right? It's the same thing with video games, right? You used to have to go to GameStop, get your video game, and then you could play it. Now you could just buy games digitally. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's yeah. the same it, yeah, it's no, the same is- thing with the internet. Like Bitcoin isn't a currency, it's uh it's a monetary network. Like it's it's the network of money. Yeah, exactly. It's your money. That's why. That's why when pe- it kills me when people say, "Oh, well, you know, Bitcoin isn't real. You can't touch it." Like that is the dumbest like notion to me. How do you say it's not real when it's your money? It's all it is. It's your money. Like if you scan, if you use a credit card, you do understand that's not your money, right? Because you in return have to take 
the, the tether that you have, right? The money, the green money to pay the credit card, because if that was your money, then you wouldn't have to pay it back. Right. So it just really confuses me when people say that, like, I can't touch it. I can't hold it. You don't understand that that money is not yours. Right. You know what I mean? Like it's not, <laughs> that money, like you make money. Yes. But what do you do? You make money to, to spend it on something else, whether it's bills, whether it's, you know, leisure stuff right like that's what you do that's what you look for in it right you look for, to go to a job work a nine to five which most of the time people go to jobs that they hate you know what i mean for this chasing this money right that's not yours you know what i mean if a lot of people and i always tell people this look you've heard of bailouts right this is you know you've heard them all the time bailouts 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 right but they have something called build ins that i think that people don't know about right and that is that gives the banks, right, the G50s, the top 50 banks, right, it gives them the ability to take your money out at percentages, right? Wells, Wells Fargo being the, the, uh, the biggest at 4%. So basically, if the banks have loans and they have to pay off those loans and you have money in that account, they are, and they can do this, they can take out 4%, and this is just Wells Fargo as an example, Wells Fargo can take out 4% of your money whenever they choose, if they need to pay off loans, right? So if this is your money that you claim is your money, but then somebody can just go in there and take it, that's why the government is trying to find ways to, you know, get to the Bitcoin and now, you know, they want to come out with different tax codes. And if you buy Bitcoin more than 30,000, you know, they're trying to get Coinbase and saying Coinbase needs to submit over records. No, like <laughs> they're trying to do that because they understand the power of it. And once it gets into the minds of the masses, it's over. Like we're not going to need money. Anymore. Why, the, why the hell would we need to take your currency, right? When we got to have, when we're going to have our own, you know what I mean? So that's it. A one Satoshi, one dollar. Yeah, yeah, that's it. That's what we're coming to. So what? What's the point? What's the point of me using that when Bitcoin is going to be just? Add, that's why I say it's an investment. If you're looking at it just for the monetary gains, like hey, okay, forty thousand. Like I had, I had a coworker he tell me like, hey, man, if if it jumps to this to a hundred thousand, you should go buy a house. I'm like. No, idiot. Like, why would I want to go buy a house, right? When I can, I can take and keep that investment in there and just and watch it grow. I'm not saying I don't plan on spending any, because I'd be lying if I if I did. But I still have a job. I'm still, I'm still employed. I'm still making money. So you know, right now, that to me is my investment, just like your 401k, just like stocks and bonds and anything else that you may have. Um, your money, your money invested into, right? But this is just the way I invest mine. So. I think that's that's a good wrap for episode one. Yeah, yeah, definitely a good wrap. Um, down the line, what you expect to hear from us is um, we're going to talk over digital ledgers. Um, we're going to talk about um, different uh, avenues and other ways to, to get Bitcoin to where you can receive it. Um, and the importance of holding on to it. We're going to get into more further depth on, um, you know, investing and 
making sure that your your Bitcoin is secure so no one steals your Bitcoin, looking out for scammers, right? So these are all things that are coming down the line for us. So just expect to hear more. Yeah, we'll talk. We'll talk everything, man. We'll talk about the happening events. We'll, yeah. we'll touch on yeah security, the blockchain, mm-hmm. how to buy it, yeah. ways to buy it, where to buy it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. For sure, all for sure, good for stuff. sure. Yeah, well, that's that's it for hey. me. You know I mean, uh, first first episode in the and books. The books. Uh, we thank you guys for for tuning in, and uh, we'll see you guys on the moon. Yeah, man, I'm buckling my seatbelt right now, man. My my moon my moon boots <laughs> are getting tightened up. <laughs> <laughs>